Welcome to the second episode of podcast with Shift Density. My name is Shivli and I am a counseling psychologist and sexuality educator. I am also the founder of Shift Density. This podcast is being made to record my raw thoughts and unscripted ideas. Please remember that these are personal opinions. and are meant to be educating people about topics related to mental and sexual health education if you have any queries or feedback feel free to message me and do not forget to follow shift density in facebook and instagram this podcast i will be speaking to you about four different ways that people approach sex education in india um i will also be sharing my experience of working with all four different types of it and i'll also be giving you a feedback of what works and what doesn't work first things first let's put it to record it's sexuality educator and not sex educator usually when somebody says sex educator it it gives a uh, people these ideas that somebody is teaching somebody to have sex uh, which is definitely not the case human sexuality on the other hand is a very vast and a large topic which definitely needs some amount of teaching um learning and unlearning of thoughts and ideas so i also identify myself as a counseling psychologist and a sexuality educator and that is because of the approach that sexuality is very huge and an educator of that would cover various aspects of sexuality there is no problem in somebody teaching somebody else how to have sex um but my point is that that's not the only education that needs to be given and that's not the point of sexuality education i do also understand that these terms are um interchangeable uh but i think sometimes it's uh, easier and clearer to get these things clarified uh, for people Okay so I'm going to take you through all the four ways in which people react to a sexuality education um course or a class and uh, the first way is through um not acknowledging that this class is needed or just skipping the chapters um not talking about it being hush about the whole idea of there needs to be certain education about sexuality and that is seen by most of us um as students we have not seen a lot of classes of this sort or um you know these chapters although they are in the books but they are skipped by the teachers or given um you know i have also heard people say things like 
um the teachers gave us mark uh, answers to the questions and we just had to write those it was never explained to us so that is the first way which is denial of this kind of education after the first there comes the second which is very much linked with the first type this is the kind of education which is reproductive based sex education now what that means is um if you look at our 8th 9th 10th um grade biology books there is always this chapter of reproduction and under this reproduction chapter we will always see there is a plant based unisex reproduction happening then there is uh, reproduction in mammals and that's where there is a picture of a flaccid penis uh, cut like you know with all the internal parts that you can see and you can also see a picture of a uh, um, female reproductive system um and you know we don't know where exactly it is but then we can see ovaries we can see fallopian tube and uh stuff like that and uh what this kind of education does is it gives um the students an idea that our body parts especially um the genitals are just meant for reproduction what happens with such kind of thought processes is firstly uh we definitely have like think that one of our ways or one of the primal idea of a human being is to just reproduce so um obviously looking at the population of india we can see that we have quite well achieved <laughs> that um aspect of it of reproduction and we can also see quite a lot of stress given on that what it also does is um for a lot of people uh, who don't understand queerness who don't understand homosexuality their constant idea is that if we are meant to reproduce then what is with this whole lgbtq people you know why how will they reproduce and that is where our education system becomes a huge uh, problem because if we are just teaching uh, reproduction reproduction based sex education then we are uh, also limiting a lot of what a person a human being can do with their sexuality and we don't even have to go to queerness Uh, sometimes even uh, people who are in um, heterosexual relationships um, have fertility issues suddenly they are called a lot of names and made fun of and put down in front of society so we do have to also think about these aspects of it um and that's where generation of awareness in a wholesome manner is very much needed now if we move on to the third kind it's a bit different from the first two this is religious based or abstinence based sex education 
where there is an emphasis of a religious uh, figure or a god um who has given us life and our body and how we should uh, abstain from uh, things which are considered unholy and uh, there is different versions of it in different religions and there is a certain amount of guilt which is uh, give uh, which is emphasized on for people who are doing certain activities which are uh, subscribed as um, which are unsubscribed by that religion so um, the abstinence uh, based sexuality education would look something like um save yourself until marriage uh marry only in your caste or in your religion um obviously always marry you cannot stay unmarried um and it's always supposed to be uh, heteronormative which means you know only heterosexual relationships are considered as relationships um so things like that are usually taught in abstinence based religious based um sex education now for the last and the fourth type of um sex education which is quite recent um i would say probably in the past couple of years it has gained a lot of traction between um amongst people and that is abuse prevention based sex education and when i say that i mean people using terms like good touch and bad touch now i'm sure you have heard of these terms and i also definitely had hear, heard it before um what happens with something like this i have two three um concerns about it let me take you through with it um the first is we when we moralize good and bad um for um students or for people um our organs are such which are meant to be um receiving pleasure especially genitals um we have certain organs in our body which bi- their biological work is to just give us pleasure so something which could be quote and quote bad touch can also give us a uh, good feeling and what happens is that confuses a person wherein they are feeling that this is supposed to be bad but i'm feeling good and if i'm feeling good then i'm probably a bad person um also what happens is it gives us our uh, it makes us believe that our body is some amount of uh something like a dangerous weapon of sort wherein we are uh, constantly made to feel that there are certain things that we should and should not be doing and if somebody touches us then we have to go and report to people so there is no concept of pleasure that is uh, you know taught here and when we are talking about the term touch right i understand that abuse is a huge problem in india and uh, t- uh abuse can happen in 
various different forms touch is just one of them there is also things like talk uh, speak you know where somebody is saying something abusive or where somebody is showing something which is not appropriate or um, just looking at a person in an uh, which makes them uncomfortable um, you know so there are these things which are not touch based but they are also abusive even things like sending uh, messages or emails which are not appropriate so um, uh, when we are teaching abuse prevention based uh, sex education uh, we are emphasizing more on what not to do and the dangers of exploring their sexuality and not exactly showing them the uh, you know the pleasure side of it so um, my feedback to people who want to work with this is not to call the not to use the term good and bad touch at all but to use things like you know comfortable and uncomfortable situations um wherein it's much more broader to um have different kinds of situations in mind and to also teach people about instincts and trusting their instincts so till now if you have reached and if you have heard me uh, speak about all the four topics i'm very very happy and i i thank you um now i'm sure you must be thinking if these four are the ways which we shouldn't be working with um sexuality education then what to what do we even do so my most uh, common answer to that is to start first educating yourself on what sexuality is start reading up more about it start looking for resources which are reliable and also to teach uh, to start teaching people the idea of choice uh, consent pleasure i think these things are very very important also obviously trust respect and things like that but i think these are very important to build some communication on sexuality because um i have personally worked with quite a lot of clients who have either been a survivor of sexual abuse or who have uh, been going through these uh, one or one of these types of classes and they have had very difficult um thoughts about their own sexuality a lot of them could not even see themselves as uh, sexual beings and um, the idea of pleasure was missing in their sexual lives so i think a good idea is to start small by um having conversations regarding um choice regarding consent regarding respect and these can be done through daily things so that conversation is important i hope this gave you some idea about how to deal with sexuality education if you want to know more about it you can always personally message me um i have also started a facebook group which is for people who have like minds who want to discuss and share more about 
sexuality education and mental health education and uh, it's a exclusive community for people uh, who really really want to learn so even if you want to join that there is link in my bio and um you can always send me a request and i'll let you in and let's work towards reducing the taboo and stigma my vision for shift density is to make it compassion based um sexuality education wherein the idea of sexuality is dealt with kindness and compassion and love rather than uh what to do and what not to do or rather than using extremely scientific uh language or you know any other language i think sexuality is a topic which is quite vast and delicate and needs to be treated with certain respect and love and that is where shift density stands with that i hope you are staying safe during this pandemic i will see you soon for the next podcast bye